You are the only one that can ultimately control your life. So refrain from overcomplicating it. Listen to your inner voice to establish what brings you peace. Then go chase after it and give yourself more grace. Hey there, Maureen Chana here, founder of the Mindsight Academy, neuro coach to executives, leaders, entrepreneurs, and a neuro leadership trainer using insights from neuroscience to help you deliver results by learning to work smarter, be in control of your brain, manage yours and others' emotions, change behaviors, flourish, and exceed expectations. Welcome back to another episode of Lead to Excel podcast. I am so thrilled to be with you today because we're going to be discussing an interesting topic titled Soar Higher Like an Eagle. But before we get into that, remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to it because it will help other people find it and give them the opportunity to understand how they can rewire their own brain to enable them achieve their goals. So without wasting any more time, grab your cup of coffee or your drink or whatever that might be. Put your feet up and listen in. Success doesn't come to you. You go to it. This is a quote by Marva Collins. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. I have grown up reading these famous words from Isaiah, longing to soar over life's problems just as an eagle, riding effortlessly on the currents. I have actually had dreams where I was soaring effortlessly and it felt so good. It's amazing how Isaiah caught a glimpse of God's principles that we can apply to our lives today, long before science even discovered it. Eagles ride on rising columns of warm air, known as thermals, which are created by hot air from the Earth's surface, rising up and cooling as it ascends. It stops rising when it gets to the same temperature as the surrounding air. It's interesting that things getting heated at ground level is what creates perfect conditions for soaring. How do you respond when things get heated, uncomfortable or challenging? Many people respond to these situations by falling to the ground and literally staying focused on the problem and close to the situation. They pay attention to the details of the problem, keep their eye on the challenges. The ground level getting heated up actually creates an opportunity for choice. You can stay on the ground, keeping your eyes on challenges or obstacles on the heated situation, the immediate and the all-consuming, all-overwhelming situation, or you can allow the circumstances to elevate you teach you, and carry you up to your soul. Some circumstances feel like you're walking through fire. I get that. I've been there. I still remember when I had to close my previous business. I felt beaten, defeated, and drained. My thoughts were occupied by the problem I was going through, the shame I felt. Can you relate to this? Many people, unfortunately, 
don't look at those difficult times in life as an opportunity to grow, to look up and find clarity and effortlessly glide. This is the big challenge for many today. The question is, are you willing to rise above this situation? Will you use the heat of the situation to provide the means to find new heights above? The idea of rising higher is a mindset choice. It's making the choice to let go of the situation by soaring high in search of something new or possibly a solution. You cannot find peace, clarity, vision, or refreshment in this storm. Many people put so much energy into their struggles and it gets to the point that they no longer know who they are without the struggle. It has become part of who they are. They try to fly with it, but it grounds them and prevents them from being able to rise up. Don't make yourself a victim of your circumstances. I hope this podcast motivates you to arrive at a place where your trials, fires, difficulties, and heated situations lead to greater release, peace, joy, and rest. Remember that thermals created by heat are the perfect conditions for resting and soaring high. Stop looking down on the fire below. And the great thing about observing how the eagle flies is that it doesn't flap its wings. When you flap your wings, you use up energy and miss the opportunity to be intentional in your actions because you're staring down on the situation, flying desperately close to the flames because that's where you feel most in control. But you need to reframe your thinking and remind your subconscious brain that the heat is intended to elevate you to a place of rest where you can look ahead and find direction, clarity, and vision. Think today about whether you've been moving through life without direction, focusing on problems instead of using them as an opportunity to rise above and see new perspectives. So my advice is, do you. Mahatma Gandhi says, strength does not come from physical capacity. It comes from indomitable will. The eagle cannot find that place of gliding effortlessly above by others putting it there. It needs to do it alone. It has to make a decision to rise above, to let go, to be carried by the current. The beauty of this is that when it soars, it has the advantage of seeing the bigger picture. It's a place of fresher, cleaner air, and it's a place of being alone. It's true that we are social beings and thrive on connection, but there's equally safety in solitude. It's okay to sometimes take time out to be by yourself, to discover who you are, your passion, your purpose, and where you're going. The isolation of riding the thermals is one of deep trust and surrender in yourself, especially like the eagle, you might have been kicked out of the nest repeatedly in order to learn how to fly in the first place. But it's in the bird's nature to allow that thermal to carry it high above, where it can sit there, wings spread open, 
carried by the heated air of the situation above. I believe this is a principle that we can learn from. Too many people spend so much time talking about their problems to others, asking others what they think. They seek confirmation or validation that their problem is seen as valid and their victim status is affirmed. They sit in self-pity and allow the circumstances to be sovereign over them. I learned from a very young age, and this is credit to my dear mom, to take my struggles to God in prayer, to focus on him, not the problem, and to find my support, my identity, my joy, and my peace in him rather than externally. When I closed the business I mentioned previously, I lost so much money. And four months later, my mom, my rock, passed away suddenly. It threw me into so much sorrow, stress, and sadness. I found myself so many times on the floor in despair. In that isolation and in prayer, I started questioning myself about how to stop my brain spinning out of control. That was what led me into neuroscience, studying the brain. Two years later, I was giving talks on how other people could rewire their brain. And now I run a successful business teaching leaders and organizations to take control of their own individual and collective brains to enable them achieve the success that they desire. So you can turn your place of isolation to your place of safety and clarity. Do not despise your quiet, isolated place. Rising to heights like eagles is a lonely, isolated place. It's not a crowded room with people cheering you on. You are in a place of solitude, but it's a place that will give you your greatest perspective. It will give you your greatest views, the greatest currents, and your greatest blessing. We are creatures created for connection and sweet fellowship. So as much as I'm talking about embracing that place of isolation, it's also worth remembering that you need to also surround yourself with the right people. But I must stress again, equally enjoy your own space. I once heard a quote that goes, victorious warriors win first and then go to war while defeated warriors go to war first and then seek to win. I think it's by Sun Tzu. You are the only one that can ultimately control your life. So refrain from overcomplicating it. Listen to your inner voice to establish what brings you peace. Then go chase after it and give yourself more grace. So what is your definition of success? We assume that other people's opinions or approval dictate whether or not something in our life is a success. But what if the definition of success is simply bearing the fruit which we've been made to bear? A successful fruit tree isn't bothered about how tall, bushy, pretty, or climbable it is. These things may be extra blessings, but its success is actually how fruitful it is, and how it nourishes others. 
You need to be secure in your own self-identity rather than looking to outside sources for affirmation, approval, and worth. When you find your identity and worth in the right places, the pressure goes off. Other people's perception will not weigh you down or dictate to you. And this will enable your value system and measuring stick to change dramatically. I am convinced that God has tailor-made for a unique adventure. The challenge today, though, is to identify your own unique purpose. When you are working towards your own purpose and vision, you will not succumb to the grind of chasing someone else's goal. Focus beyond the setbacks that you face and see the vision, goal, future, and outcome that you want to achieve. Even if all you can manage are microscopic steps, don't stagnate. Keep going forward. Take some time today to analyze the reasons for your position and see if there are any adjustments that need to take place. This is an invitation to you to challenge the way you've been approaching your passions, your dreams, and understanding of purpose. It's an opportunity to flip some thinking patterns on its head and to look at things from a different perspective. It's your chance to reorder your mind and heart so that you can fully soar high like an eagle. Be blessed as you soar on wings as eagles, as you find the strength and currents that will sustain you on your journey. Be blessed as you understand more about your dreams, your passions, and your purpose. And enjoy the adventure as you think outside of your own experience, because that is where you will find success, peace, rest, and your ability to thrive. Life is rich and full of blessings, yet most of them go unnoticed. Begin by counting your blessings, both large and small, to enable you live a truly grateful life. Be blessed as you are freshly awakened to who you really are. Become limitless. Do not attempt to bury your fears and emotions rather than confronting them. Remember that which you resist persists because your subconscious brain leads you to what you focus on. Timothy Ferris says, what we fear doing the most is usually what we need to do. So don't be afraid of failure. It's personal development and the many lessons learned will propel you into a better destination with growth, progress, and experience. Don't avoid change. You may rob yourself of a new horizon and new blessings. Turn your obstacle into a stepping stone. Finally, rise up and soar like an eagle. If this podcast has raised questions or is challenging you to truly rise up, I would love to support you. So please send me a DM, get in touch with me, contact me. My details are in the description below. I would love to support you to rise up and soar like an eagle. Go on to YouTube, 
and just watch how an eagle soars effortlessly. Remember, if you keep doing what you've always done, you're going to keep getting the same results. Okay, three things before we finish today. Have you subscribed to this podcast? If you haven't, make sure you click that subscribe button wherever you listen to this podcast. Because once you subscribe, you will not miss an episode. And as usual, if you have a topic you would love me to speak about or bring a guest on, do let me know by leaving a review. Finally, do have a fantastic week. And remember that you are limitless. So I look forward to seeing you in our next episode. Bye for now.